The EPL show on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by MyBookie.ag. Right now to honor football, MyBookie is offering up to $1,000 in free bets using the promo code SGP. That's right, up to $1,000 in bonus bets on your first deposit when you use the promo code SGP. Play, win, and get paid at MyBookie.ag. The Sports Gambling Podcast Network is also brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in pay-per-head providers, and they make it super easy to start your own sportsbook. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. And finally, the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is also brought to you by PropSwap. PropSwap is America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Go to PropSwap.com to find better odds than your local book. Plus, when you use the promo code SGP, you get a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's PropSwap.com, promo code SGP. Hey guys, you are listening to the EPL show here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Follow the Sports Gambling Podcast Network on Twitter at the SGP Network. Follow me on Twitter at LockBetting and check out my website, LockBetting.com. We are coming off a phenomenal month of December over at LockBetting.com, largely in part to the Champions League futures that we landed. We went 100% on our futures picks for the Champions League. But we don't just do soccer. We haven't lost an NBA play for weeks. We landed a two-unit future on the Houston Texans to win their division for a 4.5-unit profit. So get yourself in signed up in time for the NFL playoffs. The NBA obviously continues on every day. The EPL will still be going on. The European show will be back soon. We have Saction on the fight show with Conor McGregor fighting this month. Wilder versus Fury next month. The WWE Raw Rumble, whether you like it or not, it does make money. And of course, the tennis will be back with the Australian Open. So you get all of that with the packages over at LockBen.com. Make sure you go and check them out. Don't just gamble on sports. Invest in sports. Make actual money doing this and by heading over to lockbetting.com you are pretty much guaranteed to do that because we haven't lost since we started 66 months in a row of profit since I opened up lockbetting.com obviously originally started as datejesus.net now lockbetting.com but still the stat stands true 66 months of profit that's the first thing you need to do this year sign up to lockbetting.com and start 2020 as a winner let's hope we can pick some winners here over on the EPL show we have done lately because we've landed the last three locks in a row so we have finished strong my main concern was that um, I remember I addressed it and I said to you last year we lost 11 locks all year and we could lose that before we even get into 2020 well we managed it but luckily we won every single other one around it giving us a, a solid lock record here nine picks over 500 as we enter the new year we start with Brighton versus Tottenham where 
sorry, we start with Brighton versus Chelsea, where Chelsea are the even money favourites here to win at Brighton, which concerns me because... Chelsea have been massively inconsistent throughout the season. Yes, they won their last game at Arsenal, but that game was sort of gifted to them when Leno just came flapping for a cross that Jorginho was able to tuck him. In, sandwiched in between all of their bad form was a win away to Tottenham. But aside from that, they've gone and lost home games against the likes of Southampton. So they don't really know what to get with this Chelsea team who are clinging on to this top four. Brighton are the three to one underdogs to win this game. They've had some decent results at home. Last time out, they beat Bournemouth in a six pointer to take themselves into a much safer position. They're about four or five wins from survival, which they'll need to get in the second half of the season. And that includes, of course, whooping Tottenham here on their home turf by three goals to nil. For me, it's difficult here to pick a winner just given the inconsistencies of Chelsea and how Brighton can turn up and how much better they've played football this season. Therefore, the most obvious pick here for me to go for would be in the both teams to score market. That one in this game is available at 4-6. It's one of my favourite plays of the week and it starts immediately here with the 12.30 kickoff on New Year's Day. Another 12.30 kickoff sees Burnley against Aston Villa, where Burnley will be looking to create some sort of space between themselves and the relegation zone. And by winning this game, they'll go nine points clear of Aston Villa who are bang in trouble. And that's exactly what I think that they'll do. A big bounce back situation here for Burnley after losing at home to Manchester United. Aston Villa aren't really faring too well at the moment. They have got themselves sucked in to this relegation zone after making a pretty decent start to the season. But after winning at home to Norwich, they then got battered 3-0 at Watford. I've got no confidence in them here going to Burnley and picking up anything. And I think Burnley are going to be a relatively solid play in this situation. Up next, you've got Newcastle versus Leicester as the three o'clock kickoff start. Leicester, the surprise package of this season. I picked them at the start of the year to win the league without the top six, which meant they had to finish above Everton and Wolves and West Ham, who are the main teams in that market. It's available at seven to two, and it looks like a bet that's already cashed. But have they cashed their ticket into the top four yet? I certainly don't think that they'll be contenders for the league. I never did. It was always going to be down to Liverpool and Man City and now it's down to nobody. Liverpool have already won this league and um, a lot of people mainly just debating as to whether Leicester can remain inside of this top four or what position they can finish, be it second, third, fourth, or even drop out. For me, I think they do have the tools to stay in. I was confident about Leicester having a good season. Never obviously said I was that they were going to categorically get into the Champions League positions, but I thought they had the potential to get into the top four. When I was just looking at the combined 11s at the start of the season, I had more Leicester players in there than Arsenal players. And I had a relatively even split between Leicester and Tottenham and Leicester and Manchester United and Leicester and Chelsea. So for me, they were always going to be that team that were knocking on the door just outside the top six. And I was relatively comfortable taking them in that market to win the Premier League without the top six, as I said, which meant they had to finish above all of the rest of the clubs, which was namely Everton, Wolves and and West Ham, who were the front runners in that market. But 
I think they've achieved that relatively easily. And now it's just an if and when they get into the Champions League. The thing is, I don't like them in the, at this price. I do like them to win this game, but I don't know if I can back Leicester here as a minus 150 favourite. Yes, they've come off a win against West Ham where they only had half their team and everybody seems to be back in this situation. But Newcastle are a decent home team this season. They're not on 25 points by accident. They do play a tactic where... They stifle teams and try and hit them on the break. And the thing is, is that Leicester will also hit teams on the break as well. Therefore, you'd probably expect a pretty low scoring game here. But I couldn't write off a Newcastle team just like that. who have only lost two times at home with 25 points this season, who are about four, four wins away from survival and are getting the home advantage here. And um, for Leicester to be a four to six, I think that's a little bit generous. I think that, yes, they've been phenomenal this season, but they are not an established top six. 16. They're not a Manchester City or a Liverpool or a Tottenham and they shouldn't be four to six favourites here to win at Newcastle. Will they win the game? Yeah, they probably will. Will I be taking them? No, not a four to six. I'm going to wait for some in-play value here on Leicester. And um, will Leicester finish in the top four? Yes, I think they will. I think that they've done well enough so far and I can see them being consistent enough to do what they need to do to finish inside this top four. And then it will only really leave the last place, which will be contested between Chelsea, Tottenham and Manchester United. And... We can segue on to Tottenham. Immediately off the back of that, they're the 11 to 10 favourites to win at Southampton. 23 to 10 on Southampton and 13 to 5 on the draw. Difficult to take anyone here in this situation. Southampton are in relatively decent form, which is why they've... Um, sort of got themselves out of that relegation conversation, which is a massive achievement given that they once lost 9-0 at home to Leicester this season, which was the real point where a lot of people were, were wondering if Leicester were genuine top four contenders and also wondering if Southampton were finally going to get relegated and House and Hooter was installed as the new favourite to be the next manager to go. I never bought into that. I always thought that it had too good a manager and too good a players to be sucked in and um I also believe that about Watford as well, but at the same time, I also believe that Sheffield United would inevitably start to lose games. But So I can be wrong as well, but I think I was right about the Southampton team. I never believed that they would sack House and Hootle, who's done so well at his previous clubs and was successful in Germany and I thought he would turn it round he has turned it round and this is a game they can actually win especially with Tottenham playing so poorly and letting themselves down against Norwich Mourinho hasn't really had time to fix things here I think once he fixes the defence then Tottenham could emerge as the favourites to finish in this fourth spot because the defence is where he needs to fix and maybe even get some money to buy somebody in the January window but if you look at the players they have there with Alderweilder Vertonghen Sanchez they should be able to sort this back four out when Mourinho finally gets some time but the thing is is that ever since his appointment he hasn't had the time to address this situation that's why they're conceding two goals at a team like Norwich who have got the worst defensive record in the league um Norwich have conceded 38 goals this season and have been relatively poor since they ended up beating Manchester City at home 3-2 since then they've been in free-for-all and you would have expected them to be primed to a Tottenham team that have scored 16 goals in Mourinho's seven Premier League games now 18 goals in eight games for Mourinho so they are a free-scoring team but they couldn't get enough goals in the net to beat this Norwich team and I think what would be more concerning is that they were conceding them I think they continue to concede in this situation here against Southampton 
But at the same time, I also think that they can continue to score. This game seems completely ripe for both teams to score bet. And the fact that you're getting it at minus 154 to 6 does provide some relatively decent value. So steer away from the winner in this one and certainly go towards the both team to score market. I think similar advice that I gave to uh, to you guys for the Brighton-Chelsea game. And I think certainly one of those two games could be showing up as the as the lock on this show. Up next, you're looking at Watford and Wolves, where Watford are the nine to four underdogs, twenty three to ten to draw, and five to four Wolverhampton Wanderers. This is interesting because Wolves have just played Manchester City and Liverpool, which was which was earmarked as a difficult period for them, and they came away from it with three goals scored and three goals conceded, and one game won and one game lost, and a controversial VAR decision against Liverpool. So they've done really, really well. They now come here against Watford. I think for me. This would seem like a bit of a letdown spot. Of course, um, Watford have been in decent form under Pearson, are looking towards getting getting themselves safe this season. They, they looked impossible at one point, but now they're already on 16 points and just two points behind Aston Villa, and they are pushing up this table. And here we're playing against the Wolves team, who they knocked out in the FA Cup semi-final last year. They came from two goals down to beat Wolverhampton Wanderers. And despite the fact that Wolves will be looking for some revenge. I think that this Watford team are hot at the moment. I think they're a decent underdog at 9-4, to four, and I certainly think there's value on them here at 4-6 to six to avoid a defeat in this situation. At 5.30, we have Manchester City versus Everton, where Man City are the 1-4 to four favourites. It's 5-1 to one to draw, and it's 10-1 to one on Everton. I don't think there's any value here on Man City, especially when you look later on at, during this Premier League programme and you've seen Liverpool priced at 1-4 to four to beat Sheffield United. I think Liverpool should be much clearer favourites to beat Sheffield United than, than Man City high. And it doesn't mean that I think Liverpool should be 1-5 to five or 1-6. to six. I think 1-4 is the right place, but I think City should be around about 1-3, to 2-5 to five in this situation. I don't know how you can take... City here at 1-4 against the Everton team that hasn't lost in six games and look very good uh, look very solid under under Duncan Ferguson looked very good in the last game at Newcastle only the second team this season to win away to Newcastle so I'm going to disregard taking City here at 1-4 I'm not going to take them to nil I'm not going to take, take Chelsea and City and both teams to score I'm not going to take any kind of handicap because I'm not even sure that they win the game. They probably will, but there's no value here as well. Just like there's no value in Leicester, there's no value in Man City. So despite the fact that if I had a gun to my head, would I pick these teams to win? Yes. Am I going to back Leicester at four to six at, at, um, at Newcastle and Manchester City at Everton, at home to Everton here at one to four? No, I'm not. So... I think the safer bet here will be both teams to score. I understand that Man City kept a clean sheet last time out, but Everton are far more free scoring than Sheffield United are, especially if they utilise those weapons. Walcott looks dangerous again. Sigerson is a great creative player who can score from outside the box. Mina should be better at coming forward at corners. Dinya's there for set pieces. Richarlison's a goal scorer as well. And at the same time, Calvert-Lewin's now finding the back of the net. So plenty of ways for Everton to penetrate here. And of course, Man City penetrating Everton will probably be a no-brainer. Up next, you have Norwich versus Crystal Palace, where this game was under lock contention as well, because Norwich City are once again favourites to win at home, seven to five. It's twelve to five the draw, and it's two to one on Crystal Palace. Crystal Palace just don't get beaten at the moment. They managed to grind out a draw at home to Brighton after being one down. They came back from one 0 down to beat West Ham at home two one, and then last time out they got a one all draw away to Southampton. So. It's a good time for Crystal Palace. They're in decent form. They're up to ninth in the Premier League table at the moment. I think they managed to avoid a defeat here. I can understand that Norwich 
this season have avoided a defeat at home to Arsenal. They've also got a draw against um, Tottenham last time out. They've beaten Manchester City. Yeah, they have. They, they turn up against the big teams, but they're struggling against the teams in and around them, and that's been a problem. And although Palace aren't really in that category at the moment because they've had such a good season, I don't think this is a Norwich City win, and I certainly won't be taking Norwich as favourites. I think there's more value here at 8-13 to at taking Crystal Palace on the, in the double-chance market. And, of course... Um, Palace will be the underdog here on this show. Despite the fact there are other underdogs that I like, I think Crystal Palace provide a lot more value here as big as two to one. So I will be taking them as the dog play on this show. Up next, you're looking at Watford versus Bournemouth, where Bournemouth are another live underdog because West Ham, despite the fact that they sacked Pellegrini, they haven't appointed a new manager and David Moyes has been heavily linked. But until that happens, I think this represents prime opportunity for Bournemouth to pick up a win here at 14 to 5 odds. Eddie Howe badly needs it. This team are in a relegation scrap and I do think that they are going to end up getting out of it because they have the likes of Ake in defence and Ramsdale looks like a relatively decent goalkeeper. They have Brooks coming back. They have Ryan Fraser. They have Joshua King. They have um, Wilson in their team. They have goal scorers like Callum Wilson. I was talking about Harry Wilson there. Um, Solanke plays for, for Bournemouth, even though he can't find the back of the net and hasn't done since he moved there. They do have decent players and often this phrase is used the two teams are too good to go down and it never is true but this Bournemouth team surely can get out of this situation they've won away to Chelsea this season and this game against West Ham who don't have a manager represents a very good opportunity for them to get themselves an away win I definitely don't like West Ham at 10 to 11 I like Bournemouth as an underdog and I really like Bournemouth on a double chance again Another lock contender. So locks are rife in this in this in, on this podcast. When you're looking at the situation here with um, the both teams to score markets in the Brighton game against Chelsea, you got Southampton versus Tottenham. You have um, Crystal Palace being capable of avoiding the defeat at Norwich, and you have Bournemouth being capable of avoiding the defeat at West Ham. So plenty of options here on this show. Plenty of stuff to like. Head over at lockbetting.com to see what plays we make official for our PL over there soccer package is only $60 so you don't have to subscribe to the top package just to get the soccer picks if soccer's all you're after and you're confident that you can handle the uh, the NBA and the NFL and all the other sports by yourselves Another thing that you definitely need to go and check out is mybookie.ag, the official sponsor of the EPL show here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Use the promo code SGP for a deposit bonus of up to $1,000. So much action going on at the moment. NFL and college football playoffs college basketball, NBA. It's a great source for in-game wagering, deposit and withdrawal using Bitcoin for lightning fast payouts. Use the promo code SGP to get that $1,000 deposit bonus. Also check out Ace Per Head if you've ever thought about starting your own sportsbook and don't know how. They'll provide you with an all-inclusive professional betting sites with all the lines updated up to sec up to the second wages graded immediately. They have top-notch customer support running 24-7. Plus, Ace Per Head offers live betting and an amazing mobile betting experience. And last of all, make sure you go and check out ProSwap. ProSwap is America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. All season long, ProSwap customers have been finding some of the best odds in the world. Because you're buying a bet from another person, 
and you're not betting against the house, you can always get great deals. This past week, an LSU football championship ticket with a collect amount of $2,400 was purchased on ProStop for $6,400. Those were odds of plus 170 for the buyer, better than any sports sports book in the world. So make sure you go and check that out. That's ProSwap, one of the sponsors here of the EPL show on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. The last game on Monday on New Year's Day sees, sees the game of the week between Arsenal versus Man United, where Arsenal are the narrow 6-4 favourites. United are the 13-8 underdogs, and it's 13-5 the draw. I think there's decent value here on Man United. A lot of people think that Mikel Arteta will automatically be able to fix things here at Arsenal and that they're in a position where they possibly couldn't finish as they sit in 12th place behind Newcastle in the league on only 24 points this season. But it's not a given that they're automatically going to get out of it. And certainly in this situation, I fancy Manchester United to get the win here. They've got a very, very good record here against top six teams. They're unbeaten this season. They're the only team to take anything from Liverpool. And I think this situation represents Man United with a chance to go and win at Arsenal and improve this top six record. Chelsea have already won there. Arsenal weren't able to beat Bournemouth and Bournemouth's patch either, even though Bournemouth are in a terrible run of form. Um, I don't know if Mikel Arteta is going to be the right appointment. I don't even know if he's going to last the season. I mean, Arsenal have broke their necks to go out and get him because of how poorly Freddie Lundberg was doing there as the Arsenal manager so they've gone out and desperately got Mikhail Arteta and paid all that compensation so far even though it's only two games in it doesn't look to be the right move for them. We'll see what happens moving forward when he gets some time with his players. Of course, all of these appointments at Christmas need more time because they haven't really had time to work with their players. It's been game after game after game after game and that applies for Mourinho as well. Um, although obviously it has worked in some cases Everton are unbeaten since they got rid of Marco Silva but I think that was mainly down to the fact that his tactics were so detrimental to the, to Everton players who were being asked to do ridiculous things um, in, on the basis of the personnel that they had compared to what the, the style of football that they're being asked to play I think it was a little bit too much for them I think Duncan Ferguson has done the right job in scaling it right back to, to basics and I think Ancelotti is coming in now and will tweak things appropriately which is why I think Everton will will move up the table I can't see the same for Arsenal yet um, obviously they have better players there obviously they have a January transfer window there and obviously they have a, pl- a manager there who's been spoken about for a long time as being a potential massive manager. He's also been talked about as potentially being City's next manager. Well, he hasn't stayed on to take that job. He's now taken his Arsenal job. He's taken the risk of going to be the Arsenal manager. And so far, it hasn't started right. And I think here in this situation, although there are a lot of bets I like, um, I like both teams to score because it regularly cashes here. It's available one to two. Um, I like Man United on the draw no bet market. I like Man United on the double chance market if you want to play it safer and take us there at four to seven. But I think at 13 to eight, there is relatively decent value on Man United to pick up the win and make things even worse for Arsenal and Mikel Arteta. The final game doesn't happen on New Year's Day. It happens on Thursday. It's Liverpool versus Sheffield United, where Liverpool are the one to four favourites. I spoke about that earlier. Um, I like Liverpool here in the, in the handicap market, in the Tenille market. It happened for Manchester City. They were able to win just about by two goals to nil, which landed us our lock, which is a third lock in a row that we've landed. So that really does improve our lock record here at the end of the season. We are now nine games above 
500, which is good. The three locks in a row obviously aided that, and we look to continue on strong here in 2020. But for me, getting back to this game, I think Liverpool do exactly what City did. They do cover the minus 1.5 handicap, and I also think that they do it with a clean sheet. They've got two clean sheets in a row against Leicester and against Wolves, and I think a third one is here. The clean sheet is available at 6-5. to five. And the minus 1.5 Asian handicap here is available even money. So take that either way. I think both bets cash. I think we're looking at a 2 or 3-0 win here for Liverpool against Sheffield United, a team who they've already beaten 1-0 earlier on in the season. And I expect Sheffield United to go to full 180 minutes without penetrating this Liverpool team. Closing out with the lock dog parlay portion of the show. I already gave you the dog earlier. I was leaning towards Crystal Palace to pick up the win at Norwich. But there are other dogs on the show that I liked as well. Man United are worth taking. It's worth having a look at Watford as well. It's also worth looking at Bournemouth to avoid a defeat against a managerless West Ham team. But for the lock on this show. I'm going to go for Southampton versus Tottenham, both teams to score, narrowly edging out Brighton versus Chelsea. Neither Tottenham or Chelsea can defend at the moment, but I think Tottenham are more susceptible to conceding here against this Southampton team. Jose Mourinho will be dying to get Hugo Lloris back and will be dying to work on this defence. But until then, I don't think anything's going to get resolved. I think that they are going to continue conceding goals until he gets that time with this team. But the positive note, they are scoring goals. 18 now is eight games in charge in the Premier League and I think that that continues all the players seem to be firing Ericsson despite the fact he's leaving seems to be playing well Deli Alley's refound his form Lucas Moura looks decent Harry Kane always looks on fire so I think Tottenham will be able to get a few goals in this game but I don't think it's going to come with a clean sheet so Southampton versus Tottenham is the lock on this show as for the parlay I think what we'll do is because we didn't lock them, we'll take some of those double chances and put them together. So we'll take Watford on the double chance and we'll pair it up with Bournemouth on the double chance. We won't do anything with Man United. Um, we'll keep that one away from this podcast because there's going to be a separate write-up about that. Make sure you head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com and read the write-up on the game of the week this week, including a combined 11 of Arsenal versus Manchester United. So we'll be looking at that one a little bit more in depth over at the website. I'll also be entering my score predictions as well. For those of you that aren't checking out the article, you really should head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com where I give my Premier League predictions and my combined 11 for the game of the week and break down the game of release game of the week and make a separate prediction on that as well going to close out by talking a little bit more about lockband.com because i do think that you guys need to head over there look at the PL. it's free to look at it's posted every month and you guys can just go and have a look at that for free there's also free plays posted over there all the time i try to post them up on twitter but sometimes I don't get rounded round to it. I'm not a great Twitter person, but there are free picks on there. So it's worth, even if you're not signed up to it, to head on over to lockbetting.com. And you don't need to head over to and get one of the premium packages. You don't need to dive straight in. If you don't get a premium package, you're obviously going to miss all of the NFL and all of the NBA and the WWE for the month. But 
There is extra podcast content for $15. You can get all of the additional podcasts. And for just $10, that's where you get yourself the European show. That is the most successful show that we do. It has a 21 and 4 lot record for the season. So I really do encourage you guys to head over and at least look at the free stuff and at least get yourself signed up to the European show because the European show will be back soon. That's it from me and this edition of the EPL show. Happy New Year to all you guys. Good luck with all your as always and thanks for listening